What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about two moves that Fanatics has made over the past few weeks that I think are going to have a bit of an effect on sports cards. I think one is definitely going to have a bit more of an effect than the other, but we'll see what happens in the future. The first one that I'm going to talk about is probably the lesser of the two. They brought on the Red Bull CMO or the former Red Bull CMO to bring on to, into their executive team now. And I, I mean, Red Bull over the past, you know, I think that they have some of the best They've had some of the best marketing sort of in that space. Like, I think when it comes to energy drinks or just the drink market in general, like, it, is, it can be almost impossible to really stand out. And I would say Red Bull, of all of the energy drinks, you know, maybe you could include uh, Monster, I guess, in that one. But, like, Red Bull, in my opinion, has done the best job of getting into popular culture and some of the athletes and some of the people that they've worked with have been really awesome in a bunch of different spaces. So we'll see how them bring on, you know, that him, him, excuse me, as you know, I don't if, as as someone on their executive team, we'll see how much of an effect that has on sports cards. I do think that over the past, let's say. Six months or so, we have at least have seen a pretty significant change in the way that Tops has marketed on like Twitter and some of the stuff that they've done. So at this point, I do think that Fanatics has pretty much taken over all of the marketing for Tops. Like I know, I don't know if the the production and all that kind of stuff has been taken over by Fanatics as well. But at the same time, like maybe they they probably have some Fanatics people working with Tops, but like Tops was a fairly well-oiled machine when it came to the production of products and all those kind of things. So, like, I think from that standpoint, it'll be interesting to see what changes, if they do make any changes realistically, happen. Uh, but I think the the one the, – the, or the, the – they brought on – his name is Omar Wilkes, who is one of the NBA's most prominent agents. He worked with Rich Paul's agency at uh, Clutch Sports, which – I mean, that's obviously LeBron's agency as well. And I think if you look at what Fanatics has done over the past few years, they haven't made the – They've made moves, but they haven't made the obvious move that's been the one that eventually gets them to the point where they are making what they want, which I think with this one, it's obviously bringing LeBron over from Upper Deck. Like, they they bought the licenses instead of buying tops, for example. Like, this was one of the other, I think, business-savvy moves, and you, you could say maybe it's a little bit cutthroat in my opinion, but, like, it's also business-savvy because they got tops at a discount. Uh, Tops was going to go public, you know, over like we saw that over like a couple years, like a year or two ago, you know, that was pretty widely known that Tops was going to merge with a um, a SPAC and they were going to go public on the stock exchange. And then Fanatics came in and bought the MLB license and then they bought the NFL and NBA licenses, which I don't necessarily think that makes tops worthless obviously because they still bought tops at a very significant price but like they got probably a pretty good discount on buying tops because like somebody if if you're tops like if you have like a decent amount of licenses you know they have the star wars license unfortunately they lost the nba license but they do have the star wars license i think they have like stranger things they have a lot of pop culture stuff but losing the sports like that's pretty much their main money maker there like 
Fanatics knew that if they came in and bought those licenses, that Topps was really going to lose a lot of their leverage when it came to selling the company. So I think here, bringing on Omar Wilkes, he he is you know going to be their new player. One of or I think he I don't know if he's like the top uh, player relations agent or exactly how they're going to. Um, be using kind of all the stuff that he does, but he is coming in and working with Fanatics Collectibles as well, and I think that makes a difference because obviously Fanatics Collectibles is going to include sports cards. Uh, one of the other moves that we saw that Fanatics did was signing Bronny to an NIL contract. He is going to have some cards in the uh, the uh, McDonald's All-American set that I guess is coming out in the next few months, I would imagine. But I think it's going to be interesting to see where the next um, where the next set of cars that Bronny is potentially in because again that's another that's another move that I think they're making to eventually get LeBron uh, onto tops from upper deck like we I don't know if it's well known or if it's like a conspiracy theory or if it's ever really been fully reported but like LeBron. Uh, and Rich Paul, his agent, have a pretty tumultuous relationship with Panini because I think there was a rumor that Panini was holding some of his rookie autos when he was earlier on in his career. And from there, that's why, from there, he stopped doing business with Panini, basically, and he signed with Upper Deck. Uh, Jordan's also with Upper Deck. Uh, You also have Tiger Woods. You have Wayne Gretzky. You have a ton of big names that are exclusive to Upper Deck, which is Pretty wild if you really think about it, but that's why right now you don't see any LeBron autos in any Panini products. Like there's no LeBron, you know, there's the, the, the biggest cards that LeBron has is like they're going to be memorabilia cards. So like that triple auto that came out of, or I mean the triple logo man that came out of Flawless. That was like probably LeBron's biggest card that he's had. I don't know, maybe over the past decade, like because he doesn't have any autographs. Uh, in Panini because of his exclusive with Upper Deck, he, he he doesn't have like you know national treasures or he doesn't have any like prism autographs or any autographs in any of the big Panini sets. You know, obviously because he's with Upper Deck, but I think if he's coming to Tops, I still think that there's going to be a bit of a challenge when it comes to getting some of his autographs. I mean, we saw like. This is a different sport, but Mbappe, for example, like he didn't have any autographs until like this past year where I mean he must have signed two massive, massive contracts with with Tops and then and then and then signing an exclusive with Benini. Like he signed a you know, the autographs in that uh, PSG box that was like fourteen thousand dollars, I think. Which included a Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar PSG auto. And then like it was so funny because then like literally a couple weeks later, he signs an exclusive autograph deal with Panini, which is good and bad because it's unfortunate that he didn't have any autos in the Prism product, which I think that probably would have increased the value of that Prism product if he had autographs in there. Um, but, I mean, that's good because I think you're going to see more – you will see some Mbappe autos in, well, in Panini products, obviously. I still think that – I don't know. I, I guess with him, his type of deal is like 
I don't know what the amount of autos versus what they paid him was, but I mean, obviously, I think Mbappe in general over the past few years has made a lot of good money moves when it comes to his career and uh, brands and all these kind of things. Like, I think he is a, I think he invested in so rare, which is, I think, a pretty cool uh, combination of like sports cards and digital cards. It's probably one of the best executions. I mean, I know that Tops did uh Tops worked with Candy Digital, but like Tops Tops was the way that they did it, it. I think that they they had a couple different like blockchain companies that they worked with that weren't that you couldn't really merge them. So like I don't know if I necessarily love the way that they did it, but so rare for example also, they got a lot of the licenses. So I know that they got the NBA, MLB, and then I I, for, I think it's UEFA. I'm pretty sure because I know that the, um, the a lot of the players. I don't think it's FIFA because FIFA would have been the 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 national teams. But I think UEFA is like the club teams. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's correct. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, UEFA has signed with So Rare, and you know, so and actually that's where it started. It started with soccer. So I do think that's kind of an interesting. Um, I think that, that that company has has a, has an interesting foothold kind of in the space, um, but either way, so like Mbappe, he he doesn't have like a ton of autos, and I think it's probably going to be similar with LeBron. Like, I mean, he is, I think he's a billionaire. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm not a hundred percent sure about that, but I think he is one of the only athletes, like other than like you know Jordan, uh, Brady, probably a billionaire, but like he's one of the only basketball players who's a billionaire. So he. He is not out here signing 10,000 cards, you know, like we saw that crazy Bowman photo over the past few uh, over the past few weeks as well. Like one of the Bowman athletes was signing a bunch of his like base and all of the like numbered ones. And we saw like I don't know how many cards were in those stacks, but there had to have been like a thousand. There was like five huge stacks and they must have had thousands of cards in each stack. So like I don't know how many autos LeBron is going to sign eventually. If he if he does end up signing with Tops, like I said, I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. You know, Fanatics at the Top Summit did come out and say that they have one of the biggest uh, announcements in sports card history or whatever, and that's a good way to you know drum it up. I think uh, I don't know if that's necessarily like a clickbait thing that they're trying to do or whatever, but like I think with that, it could be that they are signing LeBron. I think that is one of the options in my opinion of what this announcement could be i don't know if it's like they're bringing back tops chrome like it has to be something with basketball i would imagine you know panini still has the basketball license for another year or two and then same with the nfl but may or maybe it's um maybe it could be something where they're announcing when they're going to be coming out with their first licensed product or something along those lines or maybe it's like a uh, it's like a basketball uh bowman i I don't know exactly what the announcement's going to be but if it has to do with lebron that wouldn't surprise me because like i said them bringing on omar wilkes uh signing Bronny James to an NIL contract. They're they're making moves around LeBron to try and I think eventually bring him on as a tops athlete, which like I said, I think I would think that if they're going to sign LeBron, that it's going to be some sort of marketing deal as well where um he he has like obligations with tops and it's not just him signing uh, him signing cards. I, I think also with the with the move in general, like we're we're not going to see 
LeBron autos in every single product. I think the other thing with LeBron too is like, I forget the exact how it works here, but I think he's not part of the the Players Association or something along those lines where his his cards, like he wouldn't, like how Jordan, for example, isn't in, like how they have the legends and the, the retired players in Panini sets right now. It's something like that where Jordan isn't in any of these products. I don't know if it's because he's an upper deck exclusive athlete. I would guess that has to be what it is, um, that he hasn't signed any type of exclusive deal with with Panini versus with upper deck and it's going to be the same thing with LeBron so like we wouldn't see LeBron in any licensed products after he retires because once he retire oh that's what it is I think it is because he once he retires he's not part of the players association anymore and then you would just be signing like a likeness essentially a like an NIL deal for um for a retired player which is like why like I said for example we don't see any Jordan Panini cards it's because he is signed exclusively with upper deck so like if we want to see LeBron in in you know licensed products I think top somehow getting him would be a big deal because they're going to get him and then he's going to be able to be featured in products which granted we don't even really know when LeBron is going to retire uh it could be two years it could be five years like we don't know because like I know that he has said that he wants to play with his son whenever that happens if he wants to play with him for a year or whatever but like we'll see exactly when LeBron decides to retire but I think that's going to be another big deal is like after you know after the fact like we do have a lot of superstars in the NBA but I don't know if we necessarily have any play I don't know if we have any players that are going to be LeBron's stature um, you know, because obviously LeBron, generational type of player, top two, some would argue, better than Jordan. I think that Jordan, just from a legacy perspective, is better than LeBron. I think LeBron may have been a better, is a better overall player, more dominant on the court. But I do think that six championships, no losses in the finals for two, basically two straight three-peats for for Jordan. Like I think that's what makes that's what makes me think that Jordan is better than LeBron. Uh but I well I, I think if if we're not taking into specifics of the each of the players then I think it's Jordan over LeBron, but you could, you know, if you're saying better whatever scorer, better defender, better overall player on the court, like you could rank them I think in any order specifically because I think also like if you're talking score, you could also put Kobe in that list. You could put all these other players uh, where, you know, maybe LeBron isn't the best of of all of these players, but like he 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 if you take their individual stats, I think LeBron or individual attributes. I think there are things that LeBron ranks higher than a lot of players. So like overall, like I don't I don't know. I guess it's maybe like if you look at, you know, if if you're if you if you take like the top 5 important attributes for a player, he's going to be either one or two for most. So overall, he's going to have the highest score. Um and that's sort of again, that's a little bit um Rant, like you, it, it could be random at times, but either way, I think if Tops was somehow to get LeBron, that would be one of the. I think that probably is the announcement. I realistically, I think that has to be the announcement because, like, I don't, I can't think of anything else that would really be like the biggest announcement in sports cards. Like I said, it could just be like a clickbait, like they're trying to get people to, to get people to drum up. Like, I mean, I'm sort of, I'm talking about. I know I talked about it on Hobby Hotline. I think I've seen some other YouTube videos of them talking about it. Um, so like, 
it could just be that they're trying to get they're trying to drum up the attention so that way when they do drop it uh it is maybe a huge announcement or it's maybe just like they're going to or it's maybe like a marketing thing like like if if the red bull cmo you know has been brought on like this could be something where they're like we need to we need to hype up the announcement enough that because if you hype up the announcement the announcement for the announcement. That's where I think a lot of right now, which I wouldn't be surprised if we see leaks coming in the future about whatever this product is uh, or whatever the announcement is because, like, in my opinion, when it comes to news and marketing and nowadays, like, the leaks tend to get more engagement than the actual announcement or the the announcement for the announcement helps the helps over it's kind of all together like it's if you're you know putting together some sort of marketing deck or marketing plan or whatever and you're looking at overall impressions on an announcement if you can get like pre-engagement on an announcement then that's where i think you're gonna see an increase versus like if the announcement is actually even really like (laughs) that significant you know so i think over the next you know few months we're going to see a pretty significant Hopefully, we see a pretty significant announcement from Tops. I think it's going to be that LeBron is signing with them. Maybe it's Jordan. Maybe it's something else. Who who really knows, honestly? Or it's like that they bought Panini or that they bought Upper Deck. I don't necessarily think that those are going to be the two. Like Because I don't think that they would do an announcement like this if they were buying Panini. I think it's going to be something where they are bringing on an athlete or something along those lines. I think that is probably most likely what's going to happen. Uh, that's all I've got for this episode. So I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure you go to Twitter, you know, Instagram, TikTok, all those places. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening and I will see you in the next one.